0: Bobbity, Season 3 of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Taryn and I'm Lauren. We are two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast we're going through the show season by season and we're talking about specific topics as we go. You can find all season three episodes in the
1: feed right now. Along the way, we'll share some of our favorite moments, great jokes, guest stars we love, character moments that last, and other Frasier-related fun. In this episode, we're tying up loose ends from season three. That means more fun with Kate Costas, B.B. Glazer, and Roz Doyle. It also means sharing some of our behind-the-scenes bloopers, embarrassing though they are for me personally. (laughs) So, pop open
0: your very special bottle of 1945 Chateau Petrus that you kept in the boiler room for all these years, and grab a seat at the dinner table as we wrap up season three of Frasier. Lauren, start us off,
1: what do you want to… what loose ends are you here to tie up? For sure. Let's tie up the season. It's been a great one, yeah. I would say. I've enjoyed it. Me too. The first thing I wanted to do is bring a little bit more attention to one of our very, very favorite guest actors on the show, and that is Harriet Sansom Harris, who plays B.B. Glazer. All praise. To Harriet Sansom Harris, she's phenomenal. She's absolutely phenomenal. So B.B. Glazer is Fraser's unscrupulous agent. This season on the podcast, we did talk about B.B. in the writing episode, but it's totally worth underlining what a weird and funny character B.B. Glazer is. Here's a clip from the episode where there's smoke, there's fired, that hints at her powers. If you need to save a bit, you should do what I do and cut out coupons.
2: Coupons? What a wonderful way to economize. Well, I could clip them and, and give them to my personal shopper. <laughs> oh, Niles, Good morning. Hey. Uh, Daphne, has, has BB Glazer called back yet?
0: Fred, not.
2: You're hmm. still consorting with that barracuda? Well, a barracuda's what you want in an agent, no, Well, <laughs> you know, It's just that uh, the station's been sold. I was hoping she might have some scuttlebutt on the new owner. You. You must admit she's... Rather hard to get a hold of these days. Oh, really? I thought one just drew a pentagram on the floor and chanted, I summon thee three times. Ugh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love to see it. It's so wonderful. Niles and Bibi particularly have a wonderful, like, crackly, fun, sparring nature.
0: Yeah, because they have nothing to gain or lose with each other, they can just go at it. It's just two
1: catty divas having at each other. Absolutely. So Bibi's characterization isn't all that nuanced. I mean, they legitimately call her the devil and a barracuda. (laughs) Wonderful. But Harriet Sansom Harris just completely brings her to life. She's absolutely a caricature, but she's also kind of a person you know and a talent agent who's good at her job. Like, what's not to love?
0: It's a thing that this show does time and time again. It sets up these broad hilarious characters and then they hire pitch perfect actors who make them real people Mm -hmm. it's great yeah it's quite the feat Mm -hmm. taryn who would you like to talk about i'd like to talk a little bit more about kate because
1: she's great yeah this is a big season well it's Kate's season mm-hmm. but she's so big in it mm-hmm.
0: I want to talk about the episode it's hard to say goodbye if you won't leave we've talked about this episode in other episodes of our podcast but I feel like it's worth revisiting in this time where we just get to talk about stuff we love mm-hmm. the full exchange between Kate and Fraser in the airport is so enjoyable I highly recommend just watching that episode mm-hmm
1: This is where they decide at the last minute to have a relationship, and then Kate's leaving to move away, so they spend the evening in the airport, yeah? Yes. And you get to see the
0: entirety of their attempt at a relationship in a small amount of time, but you fully get each and every step that it takes, Mm -hmm. and it ultimately is not successful, as you would expect. So it starts when they are attracted to each other, They have like on paper compatibility, but a few minutes of conversation just shows how not made for each other they are. And you also get to watch them realize that in real time. I commend the writers and actors for executing this sequence so perfectly. And here's just a bit more of that conversation.
2: So uh, you were saying that, that you love animals. Oh yeah. I think that's one of the main things that motivates me to work so hard. I've always had this dream to get a ranch in Montana, Mm -hmm. you know, and ski in the mornings and ride horses in the afternoons. I've just always wanted to raise horses. (laughs) Wow. Uh Life on a ranch, raising horses. I've Always pictured myself in a penthouse, raising children. You still want more children, then, huh? Yes you like kids oh yeah i love kids i i I don't see myself mothering one
1: though
0: (laughs) Uh, wonderful what a beautiful way to let someone (laughs) down that you don't want to have kids
1: (laughs) yeah and like how rare it is to let a female character a make a choice about that b for that choice to be no thank you motherhood that is so great it's it's really awesome
0: Lauren, do you have thoughts about another strong woman in this
1: uh, show? Uh, I think this will come as a shock <laughs> to you and to the listeners. I have a little bit more to say about Roz Doyle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Surprise. <laughs> I know. I know you're, you're reeling <laughs> right now. Uh, we had a whole episode on Roz, but she's such the heart of our experience of the show that I wanted to talk about one more thing. I'll start with a clip, which is from the faked flashback episode from the end of the season, and that episode is called "You Can Go Home Again." This is how Roz and Fraser meet.
2: <speaking get familiar develop noise> Little Owlet in the Glen, I'm ashamed of you. You are ungrammatical in speaking as you do. You should say, to whom, to whom, not to who, to who, your little friend, Miss Katie did. Maybe green, tis true, but you never heard her say, who the hell are you? <laughs> I'm Roz Doyle, your new producer. producer? Mm-hmm. Dr. Crane, i Yes, doing... yes, but where's Dave? Uh, he got another assignment. But, but, but I, I, I was comfortable with Dave. <laughs> look, Dr. Crane, I know you've been thrown a curve, but everything's going to be fine. But I did a mock show with Dave. I did mock callings, mock commercials, mock, mock news bulletins. Look, I got a bulletin for you. Dave's out, I'm in, and stop saying mock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, mr. Doyle, I'm, I'm sure you're quite capable, but Dave has 15 years of experience. I really prefer that he do it. Well, that would make two of us, wouldn't it? You know, been, I, I, I really think I, sh- I should call management and, and ask for Dave. It's not really fair to Dave or to me. Dr. Crane, Dave have you. Why? <laughs> we were here until 2am this morning to, as I explained to Dave in meticulous detail my philosophy of optimal mental health it's a mystery all right okay <laughs> hey, look i'm gonna screen a few calls before no no, no 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 as i explained to day before no, there will be no call screening you see i want my show to be fresh and spontaneous and call screening squelches all of that
1: and the mystery of dave's departure deepens <laughs> oh dave he got out just in time <laughs> <laughs> saved himself absolutely Uh, This is a good example of Roz just overpowering Fraser with her professional knowledge. Great. She knows how to run a radio show because she's a great producer. He knows nothing because it's his first day and he's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's also able to sort of tell him to cram it and to cut through his pretentiousness and just say, Dave left. He was not interested in working with you. That's amazing. She doesn't try and save his feelings. Absolutely, yeah. And having that person who can cut through that and bring him down to earth into reality is so important for the character of fraser absolutely without those people daphne does it too martin does it too without those people he would be unwatchable absolutely uh the rest of that scene is fraser just absolutely blowing his first show and then ross gives him this detailed list of like 27 things he did wrong i love to see it it's
0: wonderful
1: What other loose ends would you like to tie up? So this one feels
0: like not so much a loose end because we've pretty much talked about this episode in every single episode of this season. Sure. Um, but I would like to talk a little bit more about Look Before You Lead. <laughs> sure. Is there more you say? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I want to talk about it because it is possibly a perfect episode of television. Mm-hmm. But in all of our talking, we haven't discussed how... Frasier comes up with the idea of these leaps that he's making everyone take, and I have a clip that sets up the epic fall Frasier will later take. <laughs> so, why aren't you going?
2: Yeah, Dad, you should go. Ah, oh, Montana's too far away. Oh, no, Dad, this birthday only comes around once every four years. As a matter of fact, this day only comes around once every four years. Hmm. You know, it's like a free day, a gift. We should do something special. Be bold. It's leap year. Take a leap. You know, I was just about to say the same thing to you. <laughs> your son's right. You shouldn't be afraid to shake up your routine a little bit. Hey, I don't see you taking any big leaps today. If there was something I wanted to do, I would do it. Well, you're always whining about wanting to change your hair. I don't why. <laughs> I'm so sick of my hair. Do you think I should get it cut like Princess Di? Would you think that'd make me cheeks look too fat? That reminds me of the craziest thing me Grammy Moon used to say. I'll pay for the damn haircut if you stop yakking and just do it.
1: Yes, well, I'll pay for you to go to Montana. It's not the one next to New Hampshire, is he? No.
2: And Dad can pay for his own trip.
1: All right, then. And I can pay for my own haircut. All
2: right, Dad, back in your car. Are you up to the leap year challenge? Uh, Dad. Jimmy's already 16. How many more birthdays is he going to have? You know, I would kind of hate not being there when Jimmy brings out the big ham. Uh, all right, what the hell? I'll go. I'll call the airlines after breakfast. That's the spirit. Yeah, you. What's your big leap year challenge? Have you forgotten? I'm singing Buttons and Balls tonight at the PBS Pledge Drive. You've sung that same stupid song for the last three years. Yes, but I'm doing something remarkably fresh and different with it this year. You're just blowing smoke, aren't you? Like a 56 Rambler.
1: Uh, Martin's correct. It is a stupid song. Very stupid. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of things I love about this clip.
0: First, that this dumb idea just kind of comes to Frasier that it's a gift day and you need to do something. (laughs) And he just automatically treats it like it is an essential part of the day.
1: (laughs) Which he invented. That he invented. (laughs) This side of it, yeah. Yeah. So it's just classic Frasier
0: fully embracing something dumb that he came up with 22 seconds earlier. (laughs) Second, the bickering between Martin and Daphne that lead them to commit their own poor decisions... Is just, it's delightful. It feels very them, like a very their lived-in relationship. Mm -hmm. Third, a very random mention of a ham. (laughs) I don't know why it's there. I love it. Ham is
1: gross, but always funny.
0: Always funny. Fourth, it is a snappy back and forth between these three characters that perfectly shows how each of them get into the situation they end up in. And finally, Fraser admitting that he has absolutely no intention to change his program. But he is telling everyone they have to do something grand and he's like, Oh, I'm definitely not going to. So in the the first few minutes of this episode, you could figure out exactly what's going to happen. But because it's so well executed, you're just along for the ride and you enjoy the unraveling of this well told story.
1: For sure. It is not easy to write farce well and to set it up in this way where it's all coming out of character. It all, you you believe each of their motivations to end up in this ridiculous place in half an hour. Wonderful. Mm hmm. What a great episode of television. Oh, it's So good. Mm hmm. Something and something and buttons and and bows. (laughs) This is where he really loses it. (laughs) One other thing that I wanted to talk about is there is a teeny, teeny, tiny nod to drag in season three of Frasier. So I saw it at the end of the episode, Frasier Loves Roz. It's so small. It happens just over the closing credits. Um, So as you may know, in Frasier the The closing credits don't have audio, but in this silent scene, Roz is getting rid of a very bright lime green bridesmaid's dress. She donates it somewhere, and the man picking up the donation is then shown walking down the street in it in drag. It is
0: actually, that is a payoff from a joke right at the beginning of the episode when Fraser first sees the dress. He says something to the effect of, you're going to make some drag queen very happy on saint patrick's day or something like that gotcha yeah so
1: so it actually comes full circle (laughs) lovely the joke is at the expense of the dress and a little bit at the expense of the drag performer which is not great Uh, but in terms of how mainstream media handle portrayals of drag it's not the worst thing i've seen the man is not the joke which is good totally uh but it does seem like having any representation of drag culture in a mainstream network show in 1995 is something of note absolutely it is uh is there anything else that we've missed in this season something i tend to
0: bring up during these season wrap-up chats is um the incidents of eddie in the show and i just felt like he wasn't in the season all that much which mm-hmm. is too bad i i enjoy a good eddie moment uh he's around he does some a few things here and there but i felt like he didn't maybe have any real standout moments this season so hopefully he, next year he gets a bit more of a role absolutely <laughs>
1: Our next segment is Nonsense Corner. Taryn, what season-wide nonsense are you bringing? I am bringing to task Martin and his homophobia.
0: Please. It bums me out because it's not good. Mm -hmm. It's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. And because we are supposed to identify so much with Martin... He's sort of the normal guy next to Fraser's snobby guy. So when he is close-minded, it gives the audience permission to be, and
1: I say, not okay. Lauren, bum us out. Oh, boy. My nonsense for season three comes from the objectification of women, which is not going to go away, and it was in the previous seasons too. But I just find it increasingly difficult to watch things like when Bulldog aggressively barks and I mean he's barking like a dog at a female coworker in their place of work. <sighs> it's so upsetting. Yeah. And even if Fraser the show is presenting kind of a joke heightened version of life, it's despicable <laughs> the show aired in my lifetime and th- that's what it thinks of some women. I just I find that very hard to take and it yeah It's not okay. It takes you right out of the show. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the third season. Lauren, what's your
1: pick? My pick is 100%, without a doubt, Look Before You Leap. You gotta do it. It's probably one of the best episodes of the show ever. Absolutely. And here we are with it. I just love it. There is
0: pretty much nothing wrong with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Taryn, what is your pick? I am going to go with Martin Does It His Way. What a wonderful choice. I love that dumb song mm-hmm. and everything about it. I don't know. It's great. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Enjoy. She's Absol- such a groovy lady. She's such a groovy lady. Scooby dooby bop bop. Exactly. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. I rate recaps for each of our podcast episodes, so if you want to see some excellent Frasier gifts, check that out at cafe nervosa podcast.com.
1: We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music. We would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa.
0: We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes. And for this episode, we want to just pick a few jokes that we weren't able to
1: include in other episodes. So, Lauren, start us off. All you need to know here is that Fraser's contractors are really taking their sweet time to finish up the work at his apartment.
2: Well, I will be back after work at 5.30, I hope. I have your word that my apartment will be perfect by then? Okay. All right, all right, think before you answer. This is not like marriage vows or a promise to a dying parent. This really, really counts.
0: All you need to know here is that I love a uh, mention of Lilith. She really does.
2: <laughs> now, we've got to talk. It's urgent. Fraser, I'm with a patient. Oh, I'm sorry. Is uh, this about a woman? Yes. Take all the time you need. <laughs> well... He's back. The scourge of my existence. <laughs> Stranger usually get some sign when Lilith is in town. Dogs forming into packs, blood weeping down the wall.
0: We really, really want to thank you for listening to the Caffe Nervosa podcast. This season is coming out a little later than we planned, and of course, part of the reason is a global pandemic. Hot take from me, this has been an absolute garbage fire of a year. It has taken a toll on absolutely everyone in untold ways, but something that has brought me some joy is watching this show that consistently makes me laugh. Being able to talk about it with my sister and share it with our listeners has been a real bright spot, and I hope you have found some small joys in whatever ways you can. It's also just nice to know you can go back and watch Look Before You Leap whenever you want. Yep, it's there for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, 2020. 2020. Woof, If you've had a tough year, I'm just so sorry. If you've made it to today and you're taking time to do something that makes you happy, you're killing it. Great job, you. Absolutely. Good job. Taryn and I make this show for fun and because we love talking about pop culture. The bonus for me is that I get to spend time with my sister too. So thank you, Taryn. And thank you to anyone who has listened to the season. Uh, We really hope that Particularly this year, it might bring you a little distraction and fun into your life. It's time to end the third season of Café Nervosa, and we'll carry on with tradition to share some outtakes from our recordings. As usual, the warnings apply. We don't usually swear on the show, but we swear in the outtakes. We're basically sailors. (laughs) The sound quality might not be great. We might be coughing or hitting the mic or doing something silly. If you don't enjoy listening to that, you can skip uh but thank you again for listening please enjoy welcome to season three of the cafe nervosa podcast I already fucked it up welcome to season three of <laughs> I forgot the name <laughs> it's like i don't need to look at right the name and i forgot in season three, K...
0: In season three, KACL gets a new station manager named Kate Costas, who Fle... <laughs> Fleasure has a friend with. Uh-oh. <laughs> In season three, KACL... Ugh. Having a tough old time. <laughs> Tip of the <K-A-T-A-C-L. laughs> <laughs> gonna mouth I- it. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> To read everything except that, and you say it like, like, like
1: I'm your yeah, like I'm you. Okay, go. yeah. In season three, K A C L. That's how you, talk. you nailed me. We're ready. I can tell yeah. this will go smoothly. Mm-hmm. Not. Nah, that's all, that's gonna be the only fuck up this <gasps> whole time. Mark my words. <laughs> there. Consider the mark. <laughs>
0: Welcome to season three of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> I had changed colors, so I was like I'm
1: done talking. <laughs> <laughs> Oops.
0: I think you have to go again. No, From I think it was top. perfect in your picking up. <laughs> welcome to season three of the cafe nervosa (laughs) this is funny when i didn't know my own name that was very funny
1: (laughs) and for season three that means watching fraser break down because he has a female boss spending time with the wonderful jesus christ (laughs) he is wonderful he's (laughs) being Helena Bottom Carter should only play cute, old English ladies. Yeah. Or... Hot take. But she can also play
0: washed-up, crappy designers. Oh, that's true. She was really
1: great in Ocean's 8. Yeah, she was really great. The movie's super underrated. Everyone sucks. It is underrated. It also has, like, a mediocrity problem. Sure, but... In terms of the director. Once I found out that the guy who directed it directed the first Hunger Games, I was like, <laughs> "This is bullshit. <laughs> that is garbage. This is a famously poorly directed film." Yeah,
0: <laughs> don't give Ross. him more.
1: Piss off. <laughs> don't give him more chances. No, give it to a lady. It's Maybe. called Ocean's Eight, and there's ladies. You know who should have directed it? Any woman, but go <laughs> ahead.
0: <laughs>
1: Gina Prince Blythewood.
0: Blythewood. Blythewood.
1: I always get it wrong. Yes. It would She's would be a great candidate. S- it would be so good. Me too. Oh, fucking damn it. <clears throat> I look forward to this opportunity <laughs> to improve. <laughs> That's a quote. <laughs> That's a quote from my favorite film The Martian. <laughs> Welcome to season three of the Café interval. That was completely my fault. I'm very unprofessional.
0: <laughs> um, because I've been very professional, I will take offense. Welcome to season three of the Café Oh, I'm talking too fast. Just trying to get through it at this point. Not good. <sighs> okay.
1: <laughs> getting real season one vibes today <laughs> what do we got 11 minutes oh, of good. tape <laughs> and we're starting you'll be glad to know i've already started <laughs> recording <laughs> yeah
0: the people want to hear my vocal exercises
1: i am sure they do <laughs> Oh, we're figuring it out. Hmm. Try another one just okay. in case. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got it. Narrated her.
1: She did not got it.
0: <laughs> How do you
1: feel about Tony Shalhoub Lore? I feel. <laughs> I'll do Lore. <laughs> Your honor. <laughs>
0: telling me that dear tony shalhoub fell off a stage broke his leg kelsey Gramma fro <laughs> kelsey grammar <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> kelsey grammar falls off a stage no
1: harm comes to him not that i saw when he popped back up in the my favorite gif of all time <laughs> oh man he
0: does have a pretty like consternation-y, flustered reaction, which is great.
1: But... Sure, because he fell off the stage. Yeah. Which must be terrifying. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> into the dark, Into just the down. dark, into the
1: abyss. Yeah. Um. He also has a decent amount of theater acting credits. Need a, a noun. <laughs> oh, he has also done. <clears throat> <clears throat> Mr. Martin was the subject of the sentence. <laughs> Whatever it says, he does. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: he has also done
0: <laughs> you didn't seem like you knew what that was i don't know what it's that from is from schoolhouse rock oh yeah. well teaches you about what a subject of the sentence is
1: etc sounds like it's right up my alley exactly that's why i'm shocked he didn't know it <laughs> now i look like an I invented, idiot <laughs> I invented subject verb agreement <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> she wishes she did I wish i could take credit <laughs> He has also done a decent amount of theater. Sometimes the line break fucks you up. (laughs) See everything I've said today. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Carrie Fisher, a welcome sight or audio (laughs) 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 sound
0: for the record, Lauren forgot the word
1: sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. All you need to know for my favorite joke is that... I didn't set it up. <laughs> um, What do you need to know?
0: Niles and Fraser are in couples counseling. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I didn't know any of that. I <laughs> yeah, pulled the clip, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's this small line of dog... Dog log... <laughs> Oh, let's put That's it in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's up there with Fancy's Apartment. It's up there with Fancy's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Dog along. Oh. You were doing real well. This is important. So I'm t- you had
0: to be taken down a bit. I think so. I was doing good, wasn't I?
1: Exactly. Although I'm obviously Gina Davis, so <laughs> well-known for your splits (laughs) i was a catcher (laughs) she didn't want to do the splits (laughs) no she just fell into it (laughs) she didn't want to have to do the splits never mind we don't have time to talk about gina davis right now i don't know why you brought it up and see yeah she's great one more time i was still talking i (laughs) will not taryn writes recaps for each of our podcast episodes so if you want to see some excellent fraser gift gifs (laughs) i went one way and the world went another way and now i don't know what to do Big news. There's shave ice nearby. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's huge news. I, nearby us at this very moment? Uh-huh. There's a shaved ice booth. <laughs> we're getting some shave ice. <laughs> <This is> happening. <laughs> Only if us. we do a good job. <laughs> Only if we. <laughs> if we're good girls. <laughs> good. <laughs> if we uh, behave, <laughs> <laughs> we get shave ice. Better be good shave ice. Oh, this is. <laughs> <if> we're distracted <laughs> if there now in root beer. I <laughs> can sue. If they don't have root beer, they're not a shave ice truck. Fair (laughs) enough. Good point. (laughs) It's something else. (laughs) So that's fine. Okay. I'm really hot. (laughs) I'm so excited about shave ice. You know it'll cool you down right quick. (laughs) Shave ice. We could have a separate podcast about (laughs) shave ice.
0: Yeah, I could read the book that I read to my baby.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Welcome to Season 3 of the Caffeine Nervosa Podcast. I'm
1: Taryn. And I'm
0: Lauren. <laughs> no. We both thought about when I forgot my own name. The color changed! I don't read that color!
1: I'll fix it in it's the next fine. one. It's usually not a problem.
0: <laughs> so pop <Papa> up in Bign- your... <laughs> thought of dog log. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Had to come back, you know, yeah, of course. <laughs> My pick is 100% Look Before You Leap. You gotta do it. I love it so much. It's so good. Taco Show. Children Pointing and Laughing. Other things I can't think of. <laughs> <laughs> Probably good to redo it because someone dropped a bowling ball upstairs <laughs> in the middle of that.
0: Turning back to things we love
1: about the show, it's
0: time for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the time is really hurting Yeah
0: the damn that it's, it's
1: the damn sycamore. all right
0: <laughs> turning back to things we love about the show it's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the third season you did great i did great and you. keep going ruined, i can cut myself it. out <laughs> i can cut
1: the snorf out because it's just on mine you almost had a stroke on four <laughs> <laughs> you said f- f- four <laughs>
0: i'm gonna do it off book you ready
1: love it we'd like to thank colette jonas for comp- for composing our awesome theme music do you want to start again because you No. Can, like, put, put. I had fixed it in the line.
0: <laughs> that, that sounds easy to edit.
1: <laughs> it is easy. I did for fun, then I said for. I did not want to start again. And I will not. <laughs> We'd like to thank call it what's happening? Third,
0: a very random mention of ham. I enjoy it.
1: <laughs> I don't know why it's there. I love it. Sorry, do that one again. You had I, a waiver. I did. Ham is disgusting. I shouldn't... Well, it doesn't matter. Big ham doesn't care.
0: <laughs> Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram at caffeine caffeineover... O- mm.
1: The
0: waiver. <laughs> Does no <known> you. <laughs> Please
1: also go right now. <laughs> We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for... mm, I got the shaky... I I got your waiver! (laughs) I passed it on to you! Oh, motherhood. We'd like to... Oh, jeez. We'd like to thank... got like a bubble in there now. (coughs) Now
0: you know how it happens. (laughs) You were like, she's weird. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said.
1: You're always judging me (laughs) in my waiver.
0: I love the waiver, (laughs) and I think you know that
1: choice to say that the fuck ups are ending, but that's what I'm saying. Especially because it started with burps. Yeah, that's what that marker means. <laughs> burps. Darby <be> the burps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we took a break. <laughs> and here we are <laughs> talking about Darby the burps. Oh boy turn. It's not my fault, Anna. Oh girl. <laughs> sour barb throat won't go away what are you trying to do to us i'm just saying my handicaps are not my fault they're definitely not but talking about them isn't helping me